Hey guys, I'm Darren. And I'm Pam. And welcome to Head and Heart 1313. What's up, guys? We are super excited to be back with you guys this afternoon doing another podcast with you. We are so excited and ready to update you with everything that's been going on. It's going to be such a great time. I'm excited about this one. Yeah, me too. (laughs) Absolutely, absolutely. So, uh, first things first, should we thank the people? Yes, thank you um, for everyone that has been tuning in to mm-hmm. Head and Heart 1313. Um, our listeners have grown and we are so very grateful for the opportunity um, to just, I don't know, introduce ourselves. Yeah, grow with you. Uh, speak about the things the Lord's placed on our hearts. Yes. Maybe, you know, uh, just be a little transparent and let you know you're not alone in your marriage and encourage you to keep going. Yes, keep going. It's so important that you do. So hopefully you guys are enjoying that and we're bringing some value to you guys as well. But thank you so much. Thank you. Thank you. Well, this is the update podcast. Oh, my gosh. There's really no script. No script. Shooting off the script, if you Do will. we even really have a script? We, sometimes we have talking points I or outlines sometimes, but th- most of it's just, okay, guy, what are we doing today? Exactly. <laughs> I think we're just very, like, shoot, yeah, we shoot off the cuff a lot, mm-hmm. but this one is going to be extra because it's an update episode, and I love update episodes because it's been a while. It's been a while. Um. So I'm going to let Darren tell you the wonderful news. If you have not seen our Instagram you're not a part of our Facebook group. You need to join mm. both those pages. Yes. But also, we want to let you know. Hey, we're expecting. We're pregnant. We are pregnant. We're oh, my goodness. So excited. It is so exciting. It and really is. I Like, what? Yeah, God did it. God did it. <laughs> this is like, um, I don't even know what to say. Mm. I don't think it's... We're going to get into it, but... Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You look good, girl. You got a little bump going, and I, I love it. bump. And I love it. All my Minnesota friends that know and that have seen me, the bump kind of, like, popped out. Yeah. Um, and someone asked me, like, how are you even hiding that? I was like, anyone that's been in the church that has not been paying attention, I have been purposely slumped over during worship. Um, yeah. She has good posture, by the way, too. I, I try to have really good posture, so I've been slumped over a little been in church mm-hmm. and wearing the baggiest of clothes that I could find so that I could hide the growing bump and mm-hmm. now that it's out I don't have to do that anymore no, praise don't. the Lord back the to bump the is posture <laughs> your bump is bumping it's free yes we're oh doing my the goodness thing. and I'm so happy so happy oh wow um so, so I guess how many weeks are we now mm, we are 13, 13 weeks. 13 weeks. Saturday, I will be 14 weeks. Hey. I know. We're growing. Almost out of the first trimester or out of the first trimester. Uh, I've forgotten. It's been almost 10 years. So mm-hmm. I just know that the nausea must come to an end. It must. And it shall. It shall. And, and it, it will. will. Actually, it, it hasn't been that bad the last two weeks. It's mainly um, been at the end of the day, like at night. Mm. Um, but yeah, like the first first two months. Kind of tough a little bit. but it was you, tough. I was so proud of you, though, and still am. Thank you. You handled it like the champ that you are. Let me tell you guys <laughs> just... 
just being fully honest with you that's what we do here i did not even know i was having morning sickness because it had been so long i literally thought i had an upset stomach for like a week <laughs> and i was trying to figure out what, what had i, I eaten eat? <laughs> what's giving my my uh, why is my stomach upset why does it feel a little shaky and then it just hit me because i was like reading like updates like on the baby and then it's like morning sickness should be starting around this week mm. and i was like Oh, oh, that's what that is. We're doing that again. I totally forgot. Okay, let me tell you this, though. Mm -hmm. I feel like the caliber of mom that I am, mm -hmm. I shouldn't have to go through morning sickness. I've been a mom for over a decade. I think you give this to new moms. Oh. I think the newbies can take that. That's what you think? I, I've, it, I've, oh, I got okay. two kids. I've been doing this for over a decade. I don't think I should be having morning oh, okay. sickness. That's I was, how you really feel. That's how I really oh, Okay, then. Well, you take that to God. <laughs> you go to God with that. And I'm going to let him have that conversation with you. <laughs> um, seriously, though, it's been sweet. It's been wonderful. It's been great. So that is our big news. And I don't know if people remember, we did a podcast kind of documenting a little bit of our journey. Do you want to kind of go into that or recap maybe? Yeah, we can do a quick recap and just let you guys know um, for those that are hearing this for the first time so you can know a little background on it. Um, so the story goes because people may wonder because I think I've had that conversation with somebody before. I was like, Yeah, well, my youngest is nine years old, and we're gonna have, to have another baby, so it's a huge gap there. Why is that? So, yeah, <laughs> oh, yeah. So, how do I get into it? Beautiful blessings that we have our daughter and our son, wonderful. Um, I had two C sections with them, and I'm not trying to rush through it but um i just want to say the main thing was um i had come to a really difficult place um in my life at that yeah. time where i did not want to have any more surgeries and i couldn't move past the idea i think i said it last last part the podcast that we spoke about it there was a bit of maturity that had to happen mm -hmm. because for me i was still very much in this i couldn't have the delivery that i wanted i didn't want to have any more surgeries and that's a real thing because surgery is no big deal c-sections are not a no big deal they're no small feat is what i meant to say yeah and c-sections are um a big surgery and you do have to think about yeah because there are risks that come with it and you do have to think about do i want to keep doing this the doctors are telling me you're gonna have to have another c-section and i just couldn't wrap my mind around a third surgery i couldn't wrap my mind around doing it one more time i i couldn't see my body healing the way that i wanted mm -hmm. it to be healed in that in that way and so we made the decision for me um to get my tubes tied and um, we did that and um, of course you know all those hormones and emotions and everything going through the body at the time and not really being able to think clearly but taking the time to think about it because it's not like my doctor just heard me say it and was like okay she was like no 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 talk about it think about it but I was so stubborn and set in my ways about what I wanted and what I no longer wanted to accept um, for my body health wise yeah. and we made the decision yeah we did we did make the decision and 
uh, clearly <laughs> uh, that was the decision after maybe years later we started to uh, wish we didn't make to say it I don't know any other way to say it yeah you know the desire to have more children was still still there still there and just started researching and seeing like what can we do and what what were our options now and you know there was a lot of shame and guilt on my part feeling like i just ruined my body and i just did this horrible thing to my body and there's women out here who would love the opportunity mm. to have kids and i just closed up mine so flippantly you know i was very 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 ashamed and i carried a lot of guilt about it yeah and from the husband's perspective i did as well because we probably talked about this on the other podcast where we talked about this was I felt a lot of um, regret and a lot of shame as well because I allowed you to make that decision and and I've came I come to you later on uh, in the years after that and I told you at the time that I didn't think it was a good decision but I was like but who am I to tell you as a mother what to do with your body exactly and so I was like well I can't just you know put on this chauvinistic, you know, husband had to say, no woman, you're not going to do this, <laughs> you know, but in, but in actuality though, that was me not being the leader. I should have been at the time. Now, obviously I'm not going to tell you what you can and can't do with your body, but maybe I should have said, well, Hey babe, um, let's just get through this, this, um, labor with Elijah and have Elijah first. And then if you really want to do this, then we can come back and make the decision. Let us think about it first. But because I didn't think it was a, uh, the right decision at the time, but I didn't say anything. And I, I stayed closed mouth, and that was something that I regretted for sure. You know, I appreciate it, though, even then. I appreciated, um, even though we feel like we should have done different things, or yeah. you feel like you should have done different things, I, I really appreciated you considering she's the one that carries the child. She's the one that has to have the surgery. This is happening to her body. Yeah. And... Um, I really want to support her Correct. in this because um, because I don't have to go through it right. the way she has to go through it. Very true. Um, and so I appreciate you in that sense of thinking of me in that way. And I still do. Yeah. I, mean, I still do. It's very important. Yeah. I mean, you know, I, I remember it. I still remember that. And I remember, you know, you getting ready to give birth and getting ready to do the C-section to get Elijah. And I remember them saying they were going to do the tubal. And I remember looking at you and you were like, yeah. And but I also could see in your eyes that, you know, you were like you were happy that you're going to have it. But at the same time, I can tell that emotionally you're like, this, I, I can't do this again well, <laughs> at, the, were, at that moment. Right. There were literally so many things going on that day. Dan. Yeah. There were literally so many things going on that day. We didn't have my mom there. We didn't have any family in. Mm -hmm. It was our choice. We thought better of my mom to take care of Leah in, in Mississippi to give her all the attention that she needed. Right, while we were in the hospital. Uh, while we were in the hospital. Um, we had no friends, anybody to lean on, so we didn't have any babysitter that could keep Leah overnight that we trusted like that. So Exactly, and I realistically knew, like... Um, Coming out of the C-section for me, um, I wasn't going to be able to pick her up and mm -hmm. to do the things that I wanted to Correct. do with her. Yeah. And I just didn't want her to miss that connection time mm -hmm. and feeling loved and, and everything like that. But also, we had just lost your mom. Yes, exactly. We had just lost my mom um, months, like maybe three months before that. Yeah, we had yeah. just lost his mom. And so it was... Oh, I'm sorry, like five months. It was bitter. <laughs> yeah. It was very bitter. 
Yeah. It was very bitter. It was a joyful occasion because we had Elijah, and I, I, I can never take that joy away from his birth. Absolutely not. Um, but there were just so many, so many things um, happening emotionally at that time. Correct. Um, so yeah. yeah. So yeah, we made that decision, and then fast forward, we decided we no longer wanted to keep that decision, and we started looking at ways. And then this idea for the tubal reversal to come, but I believe. I was so adamant that God could just heal me. Yep. I was so adamant, like, you're God. You can do anything. You're going to heal my body. Yes. Put um, it back together again. Put it back together. Right. You know, make me whole. Make make everything, like, new. And I just knew that he could do that. And so we're in Minnesota now. Yes, we are. We have our two children. They're great. We're <laughs> plugged into this wonderful church. and. Yes. We attend service, a healing service, mm-hmm. and um, we get a word from a lady who comes up to us. And um, because we're praying and our prayer is that the Lord would open our womb, open my womb and that I would be able to be pregnant. Um, and so we're praying that and the lady comes to us um, and and really repeats back to me word for word my prayer to God and then says the lord god told me to tell you that he's opening your womb amazing moment it was an amazing moment um beautiful and so we believe that fully fully and then two and a half years passed Mm -hmm. still no baby still no baby (laughs) still no baby God, what's going on? You um, said you was going to do on? it. You said you was going to do it and you ain't did it yet. Yeah, I need you to get on your business. You know, like, <laughs> like very, very emotional for us. And I just remember coming to my breaking point and having this conversation with God in our meeting room, in our in our meeting mm-hmm. space and talking to him and said, you know, you said you were going to do this. This is supposed to be a miracle. This is supposed to do this. And and now I'm questioning, I'm asking, should I get this surgery, Lord? Because I'm not getting any younger. Mm-hmm. And I said, if I get this surgery, it's not, it's not going to be this great testimony. It's not going to be this miracle. And God told me in that shower that why would it, like, I can't remember the exact words, but it's basically he was saying that, in essence, like, what what makes it any miracle. less of a miracle? Right. Am I not the giver of life? I do remember him saying that. Am I not the giver of life? It doesn't matter if I have the surgery or I don't have it. He is still the one that gives life in the child's conception and birth would be a miracle. That's correct. And I think it's good to, to paint the picture of, of the the passion and the emotion that that you had behind that moment when we're talking to God by painting the picture that we're believing and have been believing God, like we said, for we were believing God for over two years, but we were definitely believing once we got that word from that lady and that healing service, we were believing every month. Yeah. <laughs> every every month. month that okay, this is gonna be the month where God miraculously heals you, put the two foot together again, and all of a sudden you're gonna be praying. Exactly. So two years of every month disappointments. Yeah. <laughs> and that was, um, it was more than two years. Yeah, it was way it, more than two years, <laughs> but you know. But yeah, so so anyway, we, we got the piece about going to have the surgery. We yes, had we the did. surgery. It was a success. Come mm-hmm. to find out there was a healing that already had taken place. Yes, talk um, about My it. uterus was completely healed. There was no scars on it whatsoever. The doctor told us that, you know, I didn't. I couldn't even tell you had a C-section, because mm-hmm. um, there's no scar on your uterus. Your uterus no looks perfect. 
Um, she said everything looked perfect. And so then when, when, um, when I when I remembered the prayer that I prayed immediately after having Leah and Elijah, I remember asking God to make my womb like new, make it look like I'd never had surgery. Yeah. Heal me because I had never had surgery before that. Mm -hmm. um, and so I wanted that. Those were the prayers I prayed after I had Leah and after I had Elijah. So seeing that manifestation yes. and having a doctor verify that God in fact did heal my uterus mm -hmm. that he did make it look like new that there was no scarring that they didn't even know I had surgery mm -hmm. it was amazing yep and I think the point and the takeaway point from that is that if we would not have had the surgery then you would not have saw or had proof of the prayer that God had already answered for you years before that you didn't didn't have any scar tissue that God did heal you make you new I think that I think that and I also think that it just helped me in my faith Yes. because, you know, you know, once you know God can heal you mm -hmm. and once you've seen the healing, Correct. you don't think anything else. You don't come down off of that. No. You know, it's kind of like um, like, you know, when we when we put our kids in things and um, they excel. Mm hmm. Like when when Leah was learning to read and she read her first book, she don't she didn't go backwards. No. And it, and it was and it was hard for her to believe that she could go backwards. Now mm. it was only higher and higher that she can mm. go. And so my faith mm. in healing has gone higher and higher because now it's like, oh, you did that. Yeah, I know you can do this. I know you can do this. <laughs> mm -hmm. And so fast forward to now I'm healed up from the surgery and we tried one month. And it wasn't a success. No. And then I had to have another surgery. Right. I had to have a cyst under my arm removed. It had been plaguing me for months. And um, the reason why I wasn't initially trying to have the surgery is because they were telling me, hey, we're going to have to put you to sleep. You can't be pregnant or trying to get pregnant. Correct. And I was so disappointed because now we have waited all these years. <laughs> I have finally had the surgery. I have waited for healing. Mm -hmm. And we tried one month and it was unsuccessful. Now I can't do it again. We can't try it again because I got to have this cyst removal. And I was so pissed off, y'all. It was just <laughs> like ridiculous. Yeah, you were. Yeah. <laughs> it was crazy. Gotcha. I probably wasn't as upset as you were. I was more just disappointed for you because I, I knew that you were excited to try. And so was I. I was very excited to try. But I knew because it's your body. And you're the one dealing with it as far as like, you know, growing the baby yeah. and stuff like that. I knew that it was hitting you a little bit harder than it was hitting me. Exactly. <laughs> and, and but here we are. And I'm like, OK, well, we'll just try. So my surgery was set up in July and um, I July of this year. And we just resigned to the fact that we were going to try again in August. Mm hmm. Um, so we went in, um, before I had to go have the surgery, I had to have a pre-op. Now, two years prior, I had, earlier, I had been diagnosed with a thyroid disease, mm -hmm. Hashimoto's, and, um, went to two separate doctors. Both of them told me there was no cure. There was nothing you can do. You're going to need to take this medicine. Um, and so they wanted to test my thyroid to make sure everything was okay before the surgery. And so I had this test done for the cyst in July. And when the results came back, everything was clear. Everything was clear? 
everything my thyroid was functioning normally yep and there the doctor was, knew something was up too <laughs> the doctor knew something was up the doctor was was actually actually like i want to test this because it you shouldn't have anything going on with your thigh. Like she was looking at the symptoms. She was going down the list. She was asking me all the questions like, let me test your thyroid. Let me check it. I just want to be sure. And the results came back clear as day. Yep. Nothing's wrong with my thyroid. Doctor, um, the uh, nurse calls me um, the day after to sp talk talk me through the results and she was like yeah you're you're fine there's nothing there's no Hashimoto's there's not we don't detect anything your thyroid is functioning well and normal yes, exactly and guys uh -huh. like I was literally so pissed off about having this, <laughs> this cyst removed I needed to have it removed because it was mad annoying and it wasn't healing on its own properly so it needed to be removed so it wouldn't keep getting infected but Guys, I had this this other surgery that I didn't want to have and found out that God did, in fact, heal my thyroid. Right. And again, to paint a picture with that, you my wife is pretty hard on herself and her body. Those are the things that that that's the one thing that she hates when something doesn't go right with her body. She just hates it. That's the thing that Satan knows he can get some to her to piss her off or upset her. <laughs> it's to mess with her body. Mm -hmm. So since that that Hashimoto's um, uh, disease that you were diagnosed, diagnosed with. with, that's what I'm looking for, that you were diagnosed with, ever since then, you were really upset about it, like the whole time. So you always come back to it. Like, well, maybe I'm not eating right. Maybe this is why it's happening. Or maybe I'm being punished, stuff like that. And we, you dealt with that for years, just kind of almost torturing yourself about how could you be this young and have this, this disease and all this stuff going on with you. And I think that's why it's so cool to remember how God healed you from that, or it never was anything, but God healed you from that. And that was another thing that God did that you no longer have to be plagued with. Yeah, it was, you know, and I got so tired of the doctors telling me, oh, it's more common than you think. And this, I don't care what's common. It's happening to me. And I don't <laughs> like it. You know, like, and, and, and I'm not trying to be insensitive, but I just, I, I don't deal in the ideas or the mentality or the thought um, life that, because it's happening to a lot of people, that means it has to happen to me. That's just not how I how I operate. No. And so I was very frustrated, but relieved yeah. to find that out. So that was like one thing, and I was like, okay, cool. Then yeah. we slide in. I go have the most the easiest surgery. It happens so quick. Mm. Um, go in and have the easiest surgery, and um, you know, come out. We're healing. Um, two weeks go by. And, you know, I know my, you know, my periods do. And I'm like, okay, I need you to come on because as soon as you come on, I'm going to start tracking. Mm -hmm. um, so like, come on, I need you to hit that thing. And I am one day late, which is not really a big thing for most people. But I will tell you this. I, I am never late. <laughs> You're pretty regular. I am pretty on, pretty on time. time. My body. Let me tell you how. Listen, mm -hmm. I had my tubal reversal and my period was scheduled to hit the next week. And it did. It didn't miss a beat. Mm -hmm. 
Nope. It didn't come like on the edge of the next day. That thing came right when it was supposed She'd to. She'd be on time. She'd be on time. Mm-hmm. And I was one day late. And I was just like, you know what? Let me go take this this test. I don't know any other ladies that have done this, taken a test, knew you weren't pregnant, but you knew as soon as you took a test, your period was going to come on and you feel like you wasted money. I don't know if I'm the only one that ever did <laughs> that. But I went to the bathroom because I was like, listen, I already know I'm not pregnant because the timing of... Um, ovulation had already passed because remember we're trying to get pregnant I'm tracking that had already passed it was the week of my surgery my cyst removal so I know we didn't do nothing because that <laughs> the doctor told me not to right and I use the bathroom I take this test I'm you know getting myself back dressed I flip over this test you know expecting to put it in the trash and guys there are two lines there and I am in shock. I am in complete shock. I am like, I look at it for so long and I'm in complete shock. <laughs> and so what do I do? I come downstairs, I run downstairs. Darren's in, in, at work downstairs in the office. Mm-hmm. Yep, she, she comes in the door and mind you, for whatever reason, I can't even remember anymore, but I'm having the worst day at work. It's just, ah, it sucks. I'm not having a good day. Just not a good day for your boy. But, you know, we have those days. So she comes in, and I just kind of turn around, because, you know, you have one of those chairs where you can kind of spin around like an office swivel. chair. A little swivel. swivel. <laughs> so I swiveled around like I'm, like I'm a mad genius or whatever. And I look at her, and... I, I don't even remember because I'm, I'm still at this point. I'm still getting ready to. I'm still upset because my day is going bad. I'm getting ready to, to kind of tell her like, "Hey, you know, work's kind of sucking for me today. You know, I'm actually getting ready to ask her to pray for me. You know, and she holds out the stick, right, or the the test. I said the stick, the, the test, and I didn't even look at it, but she holds it out, and I see her face. And I see the emotion on her face and I see like tears of joy and I'm like, no, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> no way. And I ran and I look at it and I see the two lines. And I'm like, no. Yeah. And then we just hug and embrace. You kind of jumped on me and ah, it was a moment of bliss. My day got immensely better after that for sure. I didn't even remember why because I still can't remember why my day was bad now, but my day got a whole lot better after that for yeah. sure. So that was an amazing moment. I just could not believe it. And I think for a second we didn't. <laughs> I, di- I, I didn't believe it. Like this test, maybe this test is wrong. <laughs> maybe this test is wrong. And this is a blue dye test. They say these blue dye tests always read wrong. I shouldn't be getting, let me go get another test. This one is not right. I'm, I'm so skeptical, you guys, because, 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 because one, we couldn't figure out how. <laughs> Because I'm here, you gotta understand. I just had surgery. Mm-hmm. I'm healing. My underarm is sore and numb and in pain. And you gotta understand that um, your girl ain't feeling like doing the baby dance when mm-hmm. she's in pain. I'm highly. Um, I I'm on all the strong Tylenol they could give me mm-hmm. um, for pain. Um, so I don't even remember the first week after the surgery. And so I'm just like, how did this happen? When, when did it happen? Right. I mean, 
Not that, you know, we didn't come together. We came together. We came together, but we came together because, hey, you know, we're a couple. We can come together because yeah. we want to. Yeah. We're married. There was but, no aim. Right. You know, cause, <laughs> because we were thinking like, well, our relations passed over. So we're just a married couple coming together and we're going to have some fun. Amen. <laughs> you know, it's just Amen, all well and good. You know, but I wasn't expecting that. I'm like, okay, well, you know, well, this month is just going to be fun. I, to be honest, to be honest, in my head, I, I, this is what I told myself in my head. I said, okay, guys, so well, we're just going to have fun this month, you know, loving each other, you know, with the, with the sex that we have. So I'm just going to have fun with that. I said, but this next month, though, we going she, for she's it. getting it, and we're going to be going in, and we're going to go in swinging, <laughs> right? <laughs> you know, because I'm trying to have a baby also. So this next month, we're going to get it in. When ovulation happening, she's going to see a lot of your boy. <laughs> and then she comes in, I'm like, I guess you're not going to see all of me. You already did. <laughs> but I had this plan out in my head. Like, yeah, she's going to have to see me every night but you of know Ovulation what? Week. The, I, it, it happened. It happened. <laughs> I was not expecting it at all. We were not expecting it. It Mm-mm. was so amazing. It was, it was a amazing. Tuesday. I, I don't think... I don't even think... I don't even think I can think about how it's feeling other than elated... Mm-hmm. Like overjoyed. I remember um, I have my three. I have three people that I trust to pray for me, to hear from God. Mm-hmm. I trust them to speak life to me, speak a word over me, and yeah. to um, rebuke anything that comes up that shouldn't. Yep. And I told my three, because I said, I need you guys to pray. Let me tell you why. Guys, it, it, the surgery was a success. But the rooms that the, the the chat rooms, the support groups for the surgery, it, the thing about it is you're talking about the tube to the tube, that was that okay. The, the chat rooms, it's not, it's not as encouraging, mm-hmm. and I don't mean it to say that there are no success stories because there are a lot of success stories. They just come in a different pace. And what mm-hmm. I mean by that is most of the women that I saw after they had their tubal reversal, mm-hmm. they had a miscarriage. They got pregnant, but it was a miscarriage. And it would be several, several. Like it was just so much. So many women would be like, yeah, I got pregnant, so it worked, but I had a miscarriage. So we're trying again, and hopefully this is our rainbow baby. And I cannot tell you, I've never had a miscarriage. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't understand what women go through when that happens. And my yeah. heart goes out to women who, who have dealt with that. Um, because um, I don't know that type of pain. And I was so scared yeah. because I was just like, I, I don't know what would happen if this happened because... Because people are saying that this happens and this is like mm-hmm. one of the things that happen for yeah. women that have this surgery. Or it's a you know, it's an ectopic. You gotta make sure the baby you know, I'm high risk because of the tubal reversal, so they had to make sure you have to go in for early ultrasound to make sure that the baby is in the tube. So even though I was overjoyed, I was scared. Mm-hmm. And there were times when my body was doing the normal thing that it was supposed to do, but I had not um, felt it in. <laughs> I hadn't felt it in so long I forgot and I there was one night I think I remember telling you mm-hmm. um, I was in so much pain mm-hmm. I was cramping so bad and I was so scared and I had like a drop of blood and mm-hmm. um, 
I was scared. Yeah, I thought I, I thought that night was the night that I was gonna lose our baby. That this was it. This is what they said was gonna happen, and it and it's going to happen. And 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 I'm just gonna have to get through it. I could not sleep. I cried um, throughout the night, and I could not sleep. I kept going to the bathroom to check, and I think um, the next day, um, Darren asked me, "Was everything okay?" And I said, "Yeah." It, I think so. Everything's good. The cramping mm-hmm. stopped. It was, you know, because it really felt like, like you, it really felt bad. Like it was painful. Yeah. Um, and so, so that was, that was a really scary moment and something that I, um, yeah, I don't, I, don't, I still don't know. <laughs> yeah. I think, um, I think when, when God gives you a blessing, uh, Satan wouldn't be Satan if he didn't try to come and steal it from you. And I think that may have been a moment where he was trying to get you to give up the idea that you're pregnant. And that's just Satan being him. I always say Satan's going to do his job whether we want him to or not. So and he can unfortunately be good at doing it. But I remember um, very clearly, you know, after finding out that you were pregnant, and we were all both of us, we were elated and excited and trying to figure out how did this happen. And like I just um, told the story, how my plan was to you're going to see a whole lot of me then the following month so we can do the work to get you pregnant. And I yeah. remember very clearly God saying to me, see, you didn't have to do all this work you were going to plan on doing. I already did it for you. Mm-hmm. And it, it was almost like remember that he's the giver of life he's going to get the credit for this it's not going to be all the work that i'm getting ready to put in he's going to do it and he did it he He made sure that that nothing stole his shine if you will (laughs) you know that he was the one that 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 did this and i can't take the credit for it because me and you both thought ovulation had passed and according to all the apps and everything ovulation had passed ovulation Ovulation wasn't going to come again until the following month Exactly. However, God said otherwise. Yeah. God said, I don't need an app. <laughs> I, don't need I don't need all this tracking. other stuff and all this other tracking you're doing. I came up with the with the, with the, the uh, formula for this. I know how this works and I'm going to do it my way. And nobody's going to take the credit for it but me. And I gave all glory to him. So that's why I knew after that, even when you was concerned and scared that night, I prayed. I said, God, I don't think you did this just to leave it now. Because I said, no, I said, that's not. The testimony that we're going to tell and it's not it's not and it's it, not. but oh my goodness mm-hmm. I, I cannot express the fear um yeah that that ripped through me that um that time that that day and um um and then the nervousness came going to the doctor mm-hmm. for the first sense um first uh ultrasound the early ultrasound to make sure the baby was not in the tubes and to see that little baby's yeah, heart the little flickering of the, the heartbeat on the flickering screen of the heartbeat and it was and and at first i was nervous because when she she did the th- she was like okay she was moving around i'm like all right where is it mm-hmm. where are you at there it is and then it was it was amazing yeah. um like and black and white photos never looked so beautiful right never looked so beautiful <laughs> Um, it was like seeing it again all for the first time. Mm-hmm. We've since had another ultrasound. The baby is mm. doing good. Heard the heartbeat. Heard the heartbeat. Nice, strong, awesome. fast heartbeat. Sounds um, like a washing machine. Sounds like a I washing machine. It. It's beautiful. <laughs> um, and we are just so encouraged. We are just so, yes. we are just so grateful for this moment and this time. And um, Yeah. And, and I think that's why we 
are doing what we're doing with this podcast. Um, and right now, we really just want to, you know, and if I'm leaving anything out, feel free to you know say anything else. But I just want to encourage, you know, people who are hearing us. Hopefully it gives you faith and it gives you hope to know, because I'm telling you, if, if God can do it for us, then I know he can do it for you. Because because this is just a snippet of the story, because the whole wanting a child after having the, um, her tubes tied, Pamela's tubes tied. I mean, we said like the maybe two and a half years thing. This is about a five year, four or five year desire that we had for a very long time. And I think <laughs> and, I, and I don't even think I can paint the picture any better. This is not. I thought, praise, praise the Lord. Yeah. I thought this was permanent for me. Yeah. Because if you look it up, there are not many doctors who do this. No, it's not. There's, it's not a common thing for doctors to reattach tubes. No, we had to go out of state to have that. So I had to ha we had to go out of state because there was no one in the state of Minnesota that did it yeah. when we were researching for Correct. it. We went to Tennessee. And there were people, there was hearsay. Well, I think there's a doctor in such and such that will do it. But there was no definitive, there, nothing. And, um, yeah. and it was, and it was, it, it was very hard. And yes, we looked into, or I looked into IVF. Um, so expensive. So expensive for My one. Goodness. But I recognize that is the option that some women have to take. And I just pray a blessing and grace Absolutely. and abundance of finances for you right now in the name of Jesus. If mm -hmm. this is an area which you have to go to because God will do, I, it. God will do it for you. Yes. Um, but it it's not a common thing. And I need you to know that it doesn't always work. No. Because you still have to heal. And scar tissue can heal around the tubes and close them back up. Correct. Which is why they then after months of you trying, if it's been unsuccessful, you have to go in and they have to see if one of your tubes is closed. And a lot of times it mm. is. Right. So it's it it it's it wasn't a guarantee. No, it wasn't. It was a chance that we took where well, we believed the word of God. We believed that God said he was gonna open your womb. We didn't know how he was going. We thought he was going to do it one way, mm -hmm. but he did it his way. And within doing it that way, not only are we getting ready to grow our family from that, but you also recognize that you had that the prayer you pray after having Elijah and Leah, that you have a brand new uterus, basically, with mm -hmm. no scar tissue at all from those prior two C-sections. You also found out and you probably wouldn't have found out that your thyroid is working completely normal because nope, you had no reason to test it. This is just something that you were going to deal with for the rest of your life. But because God healed you and wanted to do it his way, he had whatever the cyst was that made you have that minor surgery, but had this doctor test a thyroid issue that you don't have at all anymore. And now we're growing our family. So this encouragement is that God can do things for you, whatever you're believing for. If you're specifically like us and you're believing to enlarge or grow your family or just to have children in general, continue to believe. Don't stop believing and continue to talk to God about it continue to to know because he gives you the desires of your heart and i believe he would do that seek him and he'll do that because uh and i don't mean to get so long-winded but i do remember like you said that there was so much shame there in the beginning when we had that 
And I just I just really see that God redeems that God doesn't leave you where you think you are. God knew then what he was going to do today. Yeah. yeah, he knew that he was going to get some glory from that decision. So we can say, OK, that was a bad decision that we made. You know, we don't we regret that decision that we made and doing that. But God can still redeem you. You're not going to continue to have to have to suffer from consequences of a decision that you regret if you give it to God. Yeah. Yeah. And so we just want, yeah, like Darren said, we want to just encourage you, especially in the area of wanting kids, because mm-hmm. um, my story may not look like yours, no. but I definitely understand what it's like to have a desire to have children and feel like there is no hope, like there is nothing that's going to change and mm. you are just stuck where you are. Um, but I want to encourage you that you are never stuck. Mm. And um and that God will work it out for you in the way that best suits your life in the place that he has and the plans that he has for you. And I just fully believe that. Um, so this is pretty much the update. We wanted to talk to you mm. about that briefly um, and just let you know, well, not briefly, we wanna briefly discuss something else, but we wanted to let you know that we are pregnant, we are expecting, and yes. we are so excited. And it, Very excited. all glory goes to God because without him, without the word that was given, mm-hmm. without his faithfulness, um, without those that have been praying for me, mm-hmm. um, consistently praying for our family, um, listening to me and just being there for us in this time, I don't know what we would have done. And I'm just so grateful that we are here right now. This baby is a miracle. This pregnancy is is a miracle. I won't ever look at it any different. No. And so we just wanted to share with you Mm. just one piece of the wonderful things that God is doing in our life right now. It's our Um, testimony. It's our testimony. Um, Quickly, we want to get into, because it is an update, we had other things we wanted to discuss. And we just want to let you know that our anniversary podcast is coming up. Mm -hmm. In October, I was about to say this month, but it's still September technically. Yes, it is. Um, but our but when you hear it, it's going to be October. <laughs> yes, <laughs> when you hear it, it'll be October. So yeah, um, our anniversary podcast will be coming up, and we are so excited. Um, this one will be a video podcast. We're gonna try to make it work, guys. We're gonna try to make it work, and this one will premiere on YouTube. This yes. is one we've been. Um, very excited to do and so Mm. we have some fun things planned and we are so excited to share that with you uh later Mm. this year we have other things coming up another christmas episode yep um and we're very excited about that just just a lot of good things coming up yeah i know we have been gone for a little bit while while for this but obviously some of this is because of the said baby and things we've been doing because your girl was (laughs) sick and in the bed and needing to lay down okay (laughs) but goal is to be back a lot more consistent so don't worry about it but we're so thankful that you guys listen to us today and continue to listen to us well, feel free to share this with people as well anybody that you know that may be going through something similar share it to them because we really just want to make sure that we can provide hope uh, to people and add to um, your faith in this absolutely absolutely yes. should we pray we should we should Hi, right, Dear Father, again, thank you so much for what you've done in our lives, Lord. And we pray that what you've done in our lives can also be taken by the other listeners of this podcast and they can apply it to them knowing that, Lord, if you do things um, that you did this for us, that you can certainly do it for them, Lord, that you know the plans that you have for them and you know exactly um, the things that you want to do. 
So I just pray right now, Lord, that you will continue uh, to give them hope. Continue to speak to them, Lord, and let them know how you feel about their situation and that you're going to move on their behalf, that you're with them and you never left them, you never forsaken them, Lord God. So I pray for peace and hope and faith for all those who listen to this. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. We love you guys. We love you. And we'll talk to you next time. Bye, guys. Bye.